Hey, Central Florida, this is Dr. Simone alongside Dr. Samuels and Dr. Wilkerson. Join us every Friday at 7.35 p.m. for Central Florida Education Pioneers. You do not want to miss this. Howard Financial LLC specializes in life insurance, health insurance, Medicare, and investment advice. In these uncertain times, make sure you and your family are fully protected against unforeseen events. Call Howie Financial today at 407-721-6480. That's Howie Financial, 407-721-6480. All right, welcome back, Central Florida. We are here tonight, a great Friday afternoon. Yes, good evening. Thank you for coming and staying with us. Dr. Wilkerson, are you there? Good evening, everyone. This is your Central Florida Urban Education Specialist checking in for this week. Oh, hey. We, we like can it. We cannot wait to have you in the house so we can be that threesome in here having fun. We yes. miss you. Miss you guys, too. Today's going to be a great show. Absolutely. So we're going to get things started off. Um, we have a very good lineup, as Dr. Wilkinson mentioned, and we want to say thanks to our um, advertiser or sponsors, we appreciate you. Um, but tonight we are going to, um, before we get into the meat and potatoes of our discussion tonight, I want to talk about two recent um, happenings that came on the news way, so to speak, and um, just to just to make some, um, put that out there, that we are aware of that and, and um, basically discuss that. Dr. Shelley. Um, well, good evening. Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout out to well, first of all, I want to thank God that we're here and we're alive, we're COVID-free, we're healthy, and we're definitely thankful, Lord, for that. Um, this, the next thing I would like to do is to give a shout-out to teachers. It is Teacher Appreciation Week. Yes! Yes! Teachers, you guys are amazing, right? Um, perennially, teachers have not been given the credit that they deserve, right? We have been underrated in whatever avenues you teach, because without teachers... Where would we be, right? Um, but instead of um, instead of celebrating teachers and acknowledging them and and living in the light of that this week, we are saddened because we are um, looking at the news of two more black men being taken from us uh, from violence. <clears throat> so tonight we definitely want to say uh, Sean Reed's name. Sean Reed, we definitely want to say Sean Reed's name, and we definitely want to say um, Aubrey, why am I missing his last name? Amanda. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I guess we missed Amanda. Okay. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. I'm trying to remember Aubrey's. Aubrey is the last name. Ahmad Aubrey. Ahmad Aubrey's Ahmaud last Aubrey. name. I'm sorry. I've been so caught up this week just... just and, and again, we discussed last night that Ahmad's case didn't happen last week. It didn't happen this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just now coming to light because there have been a whirlwind of emotion and, and people using their voice to share um, and, and share their concerns about the, this father and son who up until yesterday had been walking free, you know, like you and I, when they committed a crime February. Right. We're we're in May right now. And so we definitely there's so much more we could say and that we want to say. But ladies, help me salute these individuals that we lost. Absolutely. Dr. Wilkinson, what's your input? 
Um, I think we speak their names because we also want to make sure that um, their lives were not in vain and that, you know, even though today um, we're talking about their death, every day after today we need to talk about justice. We also need to make sure that these men aren't um, the men who've been accused of murdering um, Mr. Uh, Aubrey um, aren't acquitted. You know, in Florida, there was a silly situation with Trayvon Martin. We don't want that to be the case. So we're going to speak their names today, but I want to encourage everybody out there to make sure that they get justice. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and we're just going to pause for a little bit for these two gentlemen and others who um, have been taken away from us way violently. too violently. Right, right. So we're just going to pause for a few seconds. Thank you. And once again, we want to thank our viewers, our followers on Facebook and Instagram. We appreciate you send those comments in. Um, and we week are, after week, right? Week after week. Yeah. I know. You're here with us. So we are going to um, talk more, a little bit of a lighter note. Um, of course, we're in the graduation season. Hey. And of course, COVID-19 has disrupted so much, you know, and I can only imagine um what it feels like as a senior, whether you're K through a uh, high school or a college, and not being able to experience this awesome milestone in your life. Um, and so things have been changed, things have been uprooted, but we are going to celebrate because you have made a great progress, an awesome right. milestone, and we want to celebrate you. You deserve absolutely, it. absolutely. So what we did, we sent out a, a, a all call, so to speak, for high schoolers, seniors who are graduating, college um, level individuals who are graduating to get their perspective on how have they um, adjusted or responded to COVID nineteen, the changes, distance learning, and now graduation? And here is one of the first um, audio recording that was sent out from one of our listeners. So we're going to play that for you right now. My perception of school since COVID-19 is they're making decisions in our best interest. Although I may not agree with what's been decided, I'm mature enough to understand what's best. Class of 2020 will miss out on senior walkout, senior prank, our last performances, and sadly, senior awards night. As a senior, I'd rather miss a once-in-a-lifetime chance like prom and grad bash than risk my life trying to go to the event. 2020 will never be forgotten. Wow. 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 Right? That's a that's a high school senior, um, Makayla Bertrand, who will see her 18th birthday and will see her graduation and all the things that she's accomplished, being in JROTC and chorus and soccer, and she'll have to celebrate that at home. All those wonderful accomplishments, unfortunately, we're not able to give her the support she deserves. Absolutely. Dr. Wilkinson, I know you also had a few um, individuals that are graduating. What have, what have you gotten or heard from them regarding what's going on? Listen, the... The caller who gave, who talked about her senior year, um, you know, kind of being messed up as a result of COVID-19, she really gave a very honest account. And I thought her expressions um, talk about the, the changes that are happening in education. Right now, the uh, American Federation of Teachers are talking about how the country can safely reopen schools. That will mean reducing class sizes and putting um, hand-washing stations in the classroom. But I think the caller's comments um, reminded me that we have to be unapologetically committed. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. That though the environment may change, 
that their experiences are still an empowering one. I agree, and I'm so glad you mentioned that because, you know, things change, but we do have these graduates who have, as I mentioned, gone through this milestone and are now going. And I like how that caller was saying, you know, things are, steps are being taken, actions are taken for our best interests, for all involved. So even though she's going through this and others like herself, yet she's still able to understand the reason for that and celebrate. We have another... um, Another perspective, and this is from a college um, individual, and to see how her intake or how her outlook, I should say, regarding what's going on. Let's hear it from her. COVID-19 has shown me that the path to an education is versatile, but I do believe that it became harder. Being someone who appreciates a traditional classroom learning environment, I felt as though my education had been compromised. Having to pack up to come home and practice distance learning really was a challenge I was not prepared for. Yet, I persevered. Yet I persevered. I mean, do we have a choice, though, right? I think um, some of the other things, some, some, the varying issues we have right now, the varying things we're tasked with dealing with um, abruptly, mm-hmm. right, they all seem like a, a microcosm to what's happening right now, for example, to our young college individuals who's having to pack up and come back home quickly, or our seniors, um, her seniors in high school who's been looking forward to this for so long, um, right? And, and now all those things have changed. Uh, and so do we even really have a choice but to Adjust. Adjust. Right. Do we? I like it. Do we have a choice? I mean, learning must go on. Right. And regardless of what's going on, of course, our learners and those who are, whose life, as the last caller mentioned, has been disrupted and uprooted, so to speak, we still have to carry on. Right, Dr. Wilkerson? Absolutely. You know, uh, Dr. Shelley mentioned something about adjusting. One interesting approach is that there are plans to make those adjustments so that the traditional breaks that college students have, for example, with winter break and summer break, it may be changed so that the the curriculum-based academic year will um, go for every two weeks and pause every two weeks. That's one of the plans that's being talked Mm. about at the um, Federal Department of Education. I think whatever approach is being taken, universities cannot lose um, their human touch with these students and that we have to do everything we can to make the opportunity of going to college a reality Hmm. for every student. That means, you know, making sure we send this information out and supporting them as they come through um, and they're trying to figure out what will college look like for them. And, you know, I want to segue, and thank you for bringing that up, Dr. Real, because I want to segue because we were discussing an article, and we talked about this extensively um, regarding um, Betsy DeVoice and what um, transpired regarding funding to certain areas when it comes to um, the school system, and especially those areas that are schools that benefit from free and reduced lunch. Tell us a little bit more about that, Dr. Wilkinson, and let's have that conversation. Uh, at one point, the, floor, the uh, Department of Education have really seriously considered um, eliminating programs that would allow the schools to the, the schools that are serving urban students mm-hmm. and rural students um, to get additional money. What generally happens is they look at the census data to determine how the schools will get the money, but there is a small rule that allows them to look at free and reduced lunch. However, that's been um, uh, corrected, and so I think with pressure from educators um, and legislators, um, that approach has been walked back a little bit. And again, this is why we have to be, you know, sort of vigilant when these are com- when these things are uh, coming across. 
and make sure that it's not negatively impacting students. So let me just make so just to just to verify this. So basically, what what the the action that is now being walked back was these schools that would benefit from free and reduced lunch. Jen, correct me if I'm wrong. Basically, the funding for these programs would have been taken away based on the census. Is that correct? Right. They only wanted. Normally, they only look at census data, but there is a a little change in the rule where they can look at the amount of applicants that receive free and reduced lunch to determine how much the federal government is willing to give these schools. But the floor, the excuse me, the the federal uh, Department of Education was pushing back, saying that they wouldn't look at the number; they would only look at the census, and that's problematic because we know, as a result of COVID nineteen, some people are not even opening their doors. Yeah. Yes. So with so if this had gone through, we would actually based on how things unfold for the new school year, gone back and there'll be I think I read in the article eighty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars for one um area that would have been taken away and those districts would have to figure out how they would go about trying to to um I guess fix that. Exactly. And now what we can do is really be concerned. I think about what it will look like. I mean, the concerns have certainly changed because of COVID. What it will look like in terms of students even coming back to school and how we will feed students if they're not on campus. So there's a lot to unpack there, but at least their initial ruling did not um, change the process that's currently in place. Awesome. And we're going to share this article on our Facebook, the link on Instagram for our viewers and listeners to actually read through some more, because as we mentioned, our platform is to be able to put forth those conversations and topics that, that impacts us. Um, and, you know, I always go by this knowledge is power. So thank you, Dr. Wilson, for bringing that topic to light. Very interesting. And, you know, before, you know, we go any further, and in light of this week being Teacher Appreciation Week, yes. we want to pause for the cause because all of this <laughs> ties into education. Right. So we have a teacher that is a recipient for our recognition for this week. And who is that? Well, we want to congratulate Miss Cynthia Davis. Cynthia Woo! Davis, Woo! Uh, who um, will serve as an instructional support in Osceola County, and we're happy to celebrate her. And I know that we'll be in touch giving her a prize, right, Doctor Shelley? Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, and and uh, Cynthia, thank you for all that you do. Thank you for you know staying in the in the school system, right? Because we need yes. people like you who are dedicated to. Thank the you and thank you. Once again, happy Teachers Appreciation Week. Appreciation Week, and next week is Mother's Day on Sunday. So uh, happy Mother's Day early. Yes. Yeah, hello. Happy Mother's Day. Yes, <laughs> Amanda, uh, Doctor Wilkinson, because we're not mothers, it's probably not the first thing. The first thing was like, where are my gifts at for teacher appreciation? <laughs> not my address. All right, but I guess I have to. My week is over, so now we definitely have to celebrate all the amazing yes. um, moms that are out there. And mothers, your children yes. have made the mark, have gone over the milestone. They're graduating, so we want to yes. shout out to our graduates, right? Yes. So we have some names. We can call out Stefan Lally, graduating. <laughs> yeah. Well, All right. Let's see. Who else do we have? Dr. Amanda, who is on your um, list for our graduates? Name, we want to congratulate um, Samantha Wallace who graduated from the University of Central Florida with a master's in public administration. Wonderful. We also want to congratulate Jadita Garcia, 
was graduating from the University of Central Florida. Wow, nice. Congratulations to Jonathan Vega of Osceola County. And I just want to say happy Mother's Day to our viewers on the Instagram Live. Yes. Uh, She's tuning in. And Karishma. Yes. And our viewers on Facebook, thank I can't see thank from you. here, but I know you're there. So thank you for being here. We are, and we do have all the graduates' name on our Facebook page. So go on there, jump on, type in your graduates' name. Let's celebrate them. It's an we awesome. Want, yeah, we want to celebrate some more because yes. I do have some high schoolers from Akiva that I want to give a shout out to. But we'll definitely make sure we celebrate them all weekend long on yes. our social media platforms. Thank you guys and. Tune in. That's it for us. It's 7 to 51. We have to jump out of here. But next week, we have an awesome show planned for you. We have a guest, Dr. Linnell Hodge, that's going to be here with us talking about trauma and the impact of trauma during this time in COVID-19. So tune in next week for a 30-minute show all here on WOKB. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Enjoy your weekend. Happy Mother's Day. Bye, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Join us again every Fridays at 7.35 p.m. We are the Central Florida Education Pioneers.